Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of eleven of the season. Nerd School. Nerd School. My glasses are broken. This will begin season two of Nerd School. Welcome back to season two, Nerd High. Glad to have you. It's going to be crazy stunts. We're going to. No. Joe's going to bring more penis jokes. Not penis stuff. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. Star Spangle Man with a plan. Maybe I'll try to do a cartwheel. TBJ. Congratulations. You did dirt. Ta-da. I got no shame. All my exes can tune in. We can have an episode oh, where I compare them to all the Marvel villains. We can do that. Art star. I don't love Wiener. I'm just trying to make money. Lord <laughs> Artemis Prime. No. Yeah, my real name is Joe. Did I ever tell you about the time I hung out with uh, DMC at Mertz? The Nerd School Podcast. I'll be back to that, man. Okay. <laughs> Now we're at the shrinky tub scene. Uh, I love is, how you name these things shrinky tub scene. Yeah, the shrinky tub scene, which <laughs> is awesome because it's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's like a, a cool version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And we get to see this. This is like the first time we really get to see it in action. And the the water comes in. They did a great job of making that tub look filthy. And then the bathroom, you know, and it gets... He hits the floor, and you get you get the dynamics of that he's real strong, and because he, he hits the floor, the floor breaks, Bump. you know. And then we see Luis taking his pants, you know, getting naked. He sees his belt, you know, uh, fly down. He's like, "No, I don't, I don't want to see this." Ah. <laughs> uh, and then he falls down into the dance club below. He falls right onto the record, which is cool. Watch him hang onto that groove. That was neat. And then almost getting crushed by all the dancers and then he falls again to the apartment below which is funny that there's a a lady who lives below the dance club and they live above the dance club there's a dance club in the middle uh that's odd uh placement but then he gets in the vacuum cleaner gets out of it falls the mouse shows up and he flies off the mouse trap through the window Kind of like a, a game of mouse trap, you know, with all the different stuff he did. Mm-hmm. And then he lands in on Garrett Morris's car, a little cameo from Garrett Morris. That and was why cool. he's in that. No. Oh, I yeah. do know why. I do know why. I was just watching this episode. I'm just putting this together now. He played Ant Man on SNL. He's the Look first live that. action Ant Man. I love that yeah. you had so much joy in revealing that, Joe. Well, I didn't realize. I didn't know, realize that's why he was in it until. You just said that just now. I was like, I because I watched him. I just watched that sketch where John Belushi's Hulk and he's mm-hmm. Ant Man. I was like, oh, this is this is the real Ant Man, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. He funny. was the first live action Ant Man, so that's, that's why they right. put him in it. That was cool. I was wondering why Garrett Morris was in. I was like, what a weird <laughs> cameo to have Garrett Morris in there. Uh, but that makes sense. Oh gosh, duh! Why didn't I realize that? That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and so Michael Douglas says, keep the suit, I'll be in touch. And he's like, no, 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 no. Nope, I don't need this. And he tries to return the suit, and that's when he gets arrested because Hope calls the cops, I guess. Um, and then Hank shows up as the lawyer. Uh, your lawyer's here. Lawyer, what? Uh, and he explains to him the whole thing that he let him steal the suit uh, by paying off the one girl to blab about the safe. So it gets back to Luis. And I felt at this point, I felt like this seems a little weak of a storyline, like not believe, like it just happened to get to him. Like it, it just didn't seem believable to me. Uh, well, he's been I mean, studying he's it for been a while. Tracking him for a very long time. That's it. Once he says that later, that I'm like, okay, I guess if he's been watching him because of his previous heist, I guess that makes sense. He's been paying attention to him, like. Yeah, because remember, he already said to his daughter very early earlier that he had a man. So he obviously has been paying attention. He's got somebody that he's planning on. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, once he says that, he was like, when you did this heist, this was unbelievable. So I had an eye on you because uh, I needed somebody. The Vista Group. Yeah, the Vista Group. Now, is that is that like a callback to a comic thing? I wondered. Uh, what? The Vista Group? Um, nah, I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. 
Oh, you're a jerk. Doesn't man. necessarily mean it's not. <laughs> well, then we get the flying ant prison break thing, seeing him, you know, flying on the ant for the first time, like, you know, running through the door. He's telling him what to do. And then those ants show up and he's freaked out by the ants. And I mean, even just the detail, the, the you know, like the Coke can lid or the tab, the soda can tab making the noise that it would if you knocked over a giant one, you know, just that stuff is so cool. Uh, so this is basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, part two. <laughs> there yeah. was already a Honey, yeah. I Shrunk the Kids, part two, part right? 12. Matter of fact, I think I read something where they were going to make an Ant-Man movie in like the 80s, and they didn't because Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out. Ah. That's can you imagine Rick Moranis as Scott Lang? <laughs> I, can, I can imagine that. That's who would play him. Well, at the end of this getaway, he falls off Antony, and he hits. He wakes up in bed and hopes there. Uh, and who are you? Whose pajamas are these? And then Hank explains everything uh, about changing the you're distance between. You, you trying too hard with that joke. Everything. Everything. Well, what happened is I wrote it one time in my Google Google Notes, and now. Yeah. It auto corrects everything to everything from now on. It's E R R Y T A. You saying it? You got to lot soften up your E. Er, 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 thing. Er, er, oh, kind of like a daker. Er, thing. Er, thing. Er, thing. Hank explains er, thing. <laughs> Change uh, about changing the distance between Adams, Pym Tech, Darren Cross, etc. And that's what I was going to ask at this point, which now you've already answered. Is all this from comics? Are all these? Is, Darren Cross and Pym Tech and I guess all of this is this storyline specifically from comics where Darren Cross is taking over the company and he's stealing Hank's uh, not exactly uh, they might have done it when they revived him after this movie but this is not I mean Darren Cross like I said died in 1979 yeah. the first Ant-Man thing yeah. but there was a thing you know the well we haven't quite gotten to the the point where <clears throat> Uh, we're talking about Agent Mitchell Carson, the guy who later is buying the the Pym stuff, the yellow yeah. jacket suit from Darren Cross. And he's he's, he's actually a comic book character. That's what I was going to ask later. I got him in the next couple. Yeah, little we'll bits. get to him. We'll get to that. Um, we find out that Darren Cross is a big deal. Not stable, though. Uh, and then this is where he kind of even says he, 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 something about that. Like He kind of mentions that he might not be stable and that he doesn't realize that the helmet needs to be specialized so he's probably so we know he's going to go nuts when he's shrinking he just doesn't know that he's got to have it that so if he's been shrinking he could be losing his mind uh and this line where scott says my days of breaking into places and stealing shit are done what do you want me to do i want you to break into break into please, a place please, and steal, steal some shit, shit. yeah <laughs> And then we found Asshat Guy finds out that Pim is Scott's lawyer. Uh, Wait, who's Asshat Guy? Remember, he says, he says, really? To his ex wife, oh. like, really? Him? Oh. This, this guy's an asshat. I'm not an asshat. Or someone says, this is not an asshat. <laughs> not in front of the. You can't talk like that in front of Cassie. <laughs> anyway, but he finds out that he gets that text from his partner that says, Pim is Scott's lawyer. And then. And then we find out that Cross has figured out the shrinkage thing. Uh, shrinkage? Do women know about shrinkage? Do they know about shrinkage? Yeah. Uh, how do you guys walk around with those things? <laughs> uh, Sorry. Seinfeld. I was, Seinfeld I, was, I was unmuting to correct you in your vulgarities, but I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> do women know about shrinkage? They do now because that Seinfeld episode. Yeah. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. <laughs> uh, that's when she laughs about how small George's penis is in Seinfeld. Uh, but Correct. he's like, it shrinks in the, it shrinks. Remember that? You know that? episode? Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway. So Cross has figured it out. Cause it gets the lamb small. Right. And then hopes watching. And there's all this, there's always this kind of weird feeling between hope and cross. Like, does he know? Does he know that she's with Hank? Like, it mm -hmm. seems like he does. 
And then we find out, of course, he, he did. But mm-hmm. And then Hank explains Mitchell Carson, the ex-head of Defensive Shield. So he was the ex-head of Defensive Shield. He looks like Mark Meadows, this guy who's in the news now, who is Trump's former chief of staff. That's who well, I think of every time, which is perfect because that guy's an evil fuck. Yeah, uh, but so, this is this is the guy who he in the flashback scene at the beginning he punched in the face. Yeah, for uh, talking shit about uh, what happened with Janet, and now and this guy is from a more recent uh, run of Ant Man. Create uh, there was a run called the Irredeemable Ant Man, where this sort of this shitty Shield agent named Eric O'Grady found it like stolen Ant Man suit and became uh, sort of an amoral hero or sort of i don't know if you've i never read it myself so i don't know exactly how villainous he was but he was kind of a, a shit heel but the the antagonist of that series was a shield agent named mitchell carson who turned out to be a psychotic murder guy so okay and i, I and he was created by robert kirkman who uh, also created the walking dead and he had, he had a run with Marvel, oh. where he was uh, he did the irredeemable Ant Man. So and isn't was, the gal who plays Hope from The Walking Dead? Am I wrong? No, she uh, no, she no, she's okay. from Lost. Oh, Lost. Right, Kate, right. you got to go back. Kate, Island not finished. Sorry, I never watched either one of those. Lost was an amazing show. Okay. I, you know, oh, I watched and... I watched the first episode. I was like, this this dialogue sucks. Well, it it, it fucked you in the head at the last. Uh, Spoiler at the yeah, I know. I heard everybody episode. is mad, so then I didn't. Yeah. The two things about Lost that I I like, which I never, I never watched the show really. Like I watched it once because a friend of mine was like, "Oh, you should probably get into this," and I watched one episode. A friend, a friend of yours that was a friend with benefits. No, oh. <laughs> uh, but I, I watched this episode with him. I was like, "Okay, I like this one guy in it." It's like, so he's kind of cool. So maybe I can get into this. But then the he guy? died. He died at the end of the episode. So I was oh. like, well, fuck this show. I'm not going to watch this because the one guy I liked in this episode is dead now. Well, the fucking thing about it is 99, 95% of the people in the show were dead. So. Oh, right, great. Right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. What, what I liked I was... Uh, Thanks, Art. She yeah, knows. Art just ruined loss for us. I remember seeing uh, Evangeline Lilly, uh, who plays Hope, and yeah. who was apparently an anti-vaxxer as of recently. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's trying to get rid of her now. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But she like, showed she, up at a rally. I remember seeing her on. Yeah, yeah. I uh, remember seeing her uh, on Letterman years ago, like when she was still on Lost, and obviously Letterman did. Yeah, she was like, "I don't think you've ever watched our show because the way he described it was, this is what I know about Lost. There's a hole with a thing on it, and there's a fat guy, <laughs> and look out." <laughs> that was his description of Lost, and she was like, "You've never watched this show at all." I was like, "No, why would I?" <laughs> but it's—I thought that's what I think of when I think of Lost. Yeah, because that was like the first episode was there's a hole with a thing on it, and then there's a fat guy and look out. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, damn it, okay, um, okay. So Hank explains but, yeah. that he needs Scott to steal the yellow jacket. Uh, and we, he, the reason they can't, he's like, you should just use Avengers. And he's like, well, we got to, I've been spending my whole life trying to keep the suit out of the hands of a Stark. And then Hope says, I want to do it. And he snaps. And that's when he's like, no, you know, and we don't realize yet that he, he wants somebody expendable. It's because he loves his daughter. Yeah. And he doesn't want her to do this. Yeah, uh, but and, she, and but she feels like he's not respecting her enough, and that she, you know, he, you know, whatever it is, it's like the, you know, I'm your daughter, or why can't you treat me better, kind of stuff. And and it's a kind of a way to to make Hank Pym like allude to the fact that he has familial issues and has like yeah. he he's not functioning super properly. But well, uh, and then, well, and then they have the conversation in the car where. Uh, yeah, he's you like, know, I'm be, be the well. hero. Where she, Hope says to Scott, "Be the hero your daughter thinks you are." Or no, no, I guess Hank says this to him. He's trying to get Scott to do it. He says, "Be the hero your daughter thinks you are." Uh, and it's 
it's about our daughters. It's not about saving the world. It's about saving theirs. Uh, and it's kind of like they have that thing in common. Like he's got this thing with his daughter mm-hmm. that he regrets, and he's trying to give him the advice to all your whole world is your daughter. So, and there is that special thing about daddies and daughters that is a thing. And then, uh, and then we get the montage. He decides to do it, and it's the teaching Scott montage, which is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, or hope kicks his ass a bunch of times. That was kind of fun. Yeah. And there was that moment when we talk about fighting a man and a woman fighting when he he punches her one good one in the gut, and you're like, oh, is that okay? That doesn't feel right. And then he like talks that shit to her, and then she beats the shit out of him like that. Yeah. So it kind of makes it okay. But, uh, but yeah. So and then I love how he uses her finisher later. You know, and she's impressed, and she's like, oh. I don't know if you noticed that. I picked it up this yeah. last time. Like she <laughs> uses he, her finisher. Yeah, well, kind of, yeah, the thing where the hurricane around or whatever it is, where yeah. she flips them over and and like she she like makes a you know a look when he uses that to kill what's his face to beat him up. Yeah. Uh, but, but that little bit sort of makes you buy into the fact that like maybe they're into each other by the end of it. Like, like, there's not a whole you know, lot. She of... looks at the the one second that you see that it's she looks. She looks at him when he's got his shirt off, like one. She does yeah. a quick glance. That's the first. I mean, of course, he likes. He thinks she's cute, but you don't think she like she. He's a piece of shit, right? Yeah. So, but once she does that quick glance, and she's like, oh, like maybe, she, maybe she likes right. him. Yeah. And then oh, later, he, he's got a, a nice bit. torso. Look at that. And then they have that one scene. Well, they in the had the sweet moment. Bond. Yeah, they had the sweet yeah. moment in the car already, where he he helps her realize her dad was just trying to protect her and just loves her, you know, like. Mm-hmm. So and she softened up, and so that's good. I think it's good acting. Like she did a good job acting, and you you're with these characters. I feel like I feel like they all did a good job with mm-hmm. that. Like it did. Her hair, I hate her. I always hate that haircut. That big bob. Yeah, I always call it the what was what was the name? I, I guess I don't call it that. Mrs. <laughs> Wallace from Pulp Fiction. Uh, Mia Uma Wallace. Thurman. Yeah, yeah. That weird. I don't know. It's just Uma Thompson. Uma Thurman. I guess it's just that, with them. The bangs, with them. Why did I say Thompson? The bangs thing. You're thinking of Emma, Emma Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Emma Thompson, is that who played Michael J. Fox's mom? No, Back that's Leah future? Thompson. Oh. No, that, <laughs> Who's Emma awesome. Thompson then? Emma Thompson was in Harry Potter. She's British. She's in love, actually. Yeah. She's uh, young. Uh, I haven't seen it. I feel like she has she been in the MCU yet? I feel like she should have been. She should be, but she has not. Anyway, part of this whole montage, they pause it for the quantum realm warning because he starts mm-hmm. like messing. Do not mess with that, with the the flux capacitor. You could go Don't to the cross the streams. Realm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was kind of foreshadowing. We're going to hear about this quantum realm, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we get the montage of the ants and him and, and fighting him, fighting more than him trying to learn the ants, and then he. They swarm him, and he gets all scared, and he pops up out of the ground a couple times, and <laughs> we learn about the different kinds of ants, the crazy ants or the fire ants or whatever, and uh, Scott explains the hope. Then, then Scott explains the hope that I'm expendable. You know, this is why he's yeah. not letting you do it, because he mm-hmm. loves you, and I'm a piece of garbage. Uh, and then Hank finally, after they fight a little bit, he tells Hope the truth about her mom. And that's a sweet moment too, where she's like, "Why didn't you tell me sooner?" and all that, and um, and so that's what I was kind of gonna ask you, but I think you've already answered it with your history kind of lesson is that this is not from the this is not a scenario in the comics at all. Where no, but I really did want for, for a long time. I wanted them to sort of try to do like before the main Avengers, there was like a team of superheroes back in the eighties or something. Like everyone from back in that era i wanted to see if they would do a thing because there was well this is a huge tangent we don't need to get into but uh it's i always thought like throwback heroes would be cool any of us andy yeah that's Mm -hmm. true but it's late (laughs) but they did i mean they did kind of reference that he was yeah he was and i mean when they show the old footage of him being ant-man uh, he was a Shield guy. Like, he worked for Shield, so he was their first Iron Man Avenger type of guy. Yeah, and there was an old. There's a comic book that I liked called Agents of Atlas, which I was don't that know the I one know. with the uh, gorilla guy. 
Uh, yeah, Gorilla Man and Gorilla uh, Man, and that you've talked about several times yeah. that you're hoping they show up. Yeah, I'm, they might. Like I thought, Shang Chi might have led into that, but and it might still. But th- it was basically about like heroes from the '50s, which was like pre Fantastic Four era that hasn't really ex- been explored much in Marvel, and I kind of like that. Just a bunch of weird old villains. But uh, that's why I was kind of hoping they might go with that if they just wanted. But then they'd have to CGI Michael Douglas as a young man all the time. And that's... Which maybe, you know, they're getting good at that stuff. I mean, maybe they're now agents are pitching shows with. There's a Whitney Houston hologram tour they're trying to get people to buy. Like uh, they're doing these holograms of people. Uh, yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to buy them, but. They can people make, will. People won't. People will. They can make anything anymore. But so after Hank tells Hope the truth, it's a sweet moment between them, and then Scott ruins the moment. Yeah, saying this, this is awesome. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> He's having a real breakthrough. <laughs> they both Which is very him. Paul Rudd of things. Yeah, yeah, it's a very yeah, Paul it's Rudd. definitely a Paul Rudd thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then they go back into the montage, and Scott's finally getting pretty good at stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get to the, the his final mission to prove he's good or whatever is that he's got to retrieve a prototype of a signal decoy Hank invented during his shield days. Uh, it's in an old warehouse, and they needed to counteract the transmission blockers that Cross installed in the Futures Vault. Because, of course, of course you need to counteract the transmission blockers <laughs> that Cross installed in the Futures Vault. Obvi. I had to, like, watch that three times. Like, hey, what are they doing? What is that thing supposed to do? <laughs> What's a futures vault? Like, what is this? Basically, it's just a an excuse for him to go fuck with Falcon, basically, yeah. probably. Uh, Which, God bless it. We got a few minutes of dear old Mackie and I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't an old warehouse. It's Avengers headquarters. And who's home? I hope nobody's home. And here comes Falcon. And that whole thing was fun and playful and uh kind of neat i mean those two battling each other and i'm sorry i'm sorry uh you seem like a really nice guy i'm sorry to do this like, <laughs> uh but it was cool having anthony mackie that was yeah. like a superstar moment there now because then i don't know if anthony mackie was as big now but now that he's done falcon and winter soldier and we all know he's the next cap right so mm-hmm. i feel like watching it now is cool because he's a huge deal so that this scene was yeah. a bigger deal now i feel like so. Yeah, and, and this is the hook that gets Ant-Man involved with the rest of the MCU, as you see in the post-credits scene. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I, you know, the final Luis montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. Those two, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's got the thing, and this this is when we see there's a little spark between Hope and Scott, I feel like. I, I wrote that. We have a little spark between Hope and Scott, so I don't know where that comes from, or if that's when she looks at his. Is that when he does the move, the finishing move on Falcon? Did he do it on Falcon? I don't remember. Yeah, he did do finishing move on Falcon. Yeah, he did. He did it to Anthony Mackie. Yeah, that that thing where he oh maybe that was it. Whatever it was, I I wrote down that we have we see there's a little spark there. Yeah. Um. That she likes him. Uh, but I like that their whole thing was mostly was barely on camera. Like yeah. you just get hints of it, but it doesn't dwell on it, and it doesn't well, even when like, he make catches them behind the door. You don't even yeah, see you don't it. even see yeah yeah. I like that too. That's got a cool way to do it. Uh, it wasn't Bruce and Natasha like no. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Darren. They find out Darren is there in the other room. And then he's going to triple security. And what are we going to do? How are we going to get in there? He's got the mesh things or whatever. And so they come up with a water main plan. And this is when he needs the three wombats, not those <laughs> wombats. Yep. And then uh, the the funny little bit with T.I. saying, uh, uh, maybe I let you let me break in. That's <laughs> 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 funny. And those guys are, you know, we're, we're in the system. We're in the system. <laughs> Actually, it was two smoothie machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, wow, I'm so proud that. of that. Yeah, those three guys are great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then he says, no whistling. I got an idea for my character. I'm going to whistle. No whistling. <laughs> and then he whistles anyway. Yeah. And then he gets in there, punches the guy, lowers the water pressure. And then Ant-Man's in the building. We see him kind of surf on the ants. And that that seems cool. And then the next punch, he gets to punch the other guy that's getting bit by the ants. He's like, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. And he's like, oh, <laughs> this is a very serious mission. Or whatever. When she walks by. Very serious yeah. operation. That funny bit was great yeah, these guys pretty much make the movie i think they do yeah i really feel like without them it 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 wouldn't as it wouldn't have been as fun like they really add that no and i think that's you know what makes ant-man in general great it is not it is upbeat and light mm-hmm. all the way through and then we have a gang of people whose entire existence serves us yeah Yeah. and it's a great counterpoint to the age of ultron which was just ended so with like a city exploding and all sorts of casualties Mm -hmm. and and like one of the avengers biggest mistakes and and colossal fuck-ups yeah but so it's oh by the way let's have fun with shrinky times yeah (laughs) yeah it was yeah this was really well done yeah uh uh and then the detectives show up Dave to the rescue. He takes their their crown, Vic. And, yeah, that oh, was a great scene. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then again, like you again, they show Darren. You can't tell if he know. He keeps catching hope. He catches hope walking out and getting you know when she installs the thing. Mm-hmm. You can't tell if he knows what's going on or not. Uh, uh, plan. I don't know what I said. Plan is at work. Hope installs a transmitter blocker stopper thing. And, <laughs> and then Kevin McCarthy arrives. Um, <laughs> Mitchell Carson or whatever. Yeah. Same and deal. Then, and then Ant-Man's flying through the servers. This is cool. Like making the little servers look, you know, all the microchips and stuff real small. Yep. And then the crazy ants start frying everything. And I have personal experience with crazy ants. They do love electricity. Really? Uh, we had them. We had some short out our air conditioning unit uh, on the outside like the we had a guy come out he opened up was like it's filled with ants and it was like they weren't anywhere in the house they don't like sugar they don't like food they like electricity and they just they got in all the wiring and they're just running around crazy Maybe you had super ants and you didn't even know it wow. well what this guy you tried said, to get bitten by one to see what happened it might have been super <laughs> ants this guy knew right away this guy was like oh yeah these are these raspberry crazy ants they're not supposed to be this far north yet. They were only in Atlanta or something. It was the farthest north they've gotten, but they must be here. And I was like, should I be reporting this to some authority if they're here? They're not supposed to be. <laughs> Wildlife authority something? Yeah, and they were just, like, swarming in the electricity, and they, like, ate up the wires and shit. So that they're real, and they do that shit. It's crazy. What did you have to do? Just replace the whole thing? or? Yeah, they had to replace a wire or whatever, and they, we sprayed or whatever, and kill them they have, i don't think they've been back that i know of but better check it again better go look right now all right i'll be right back all right nope <laughs> no you said now i have to I actually just replace that time whole you unit. listen to your older brother is that it yeah it's the one time <laughs> yeah. never uh, do what i say uh so yeah that oh, and, and then we get the plan that he's selling them to hydra He's like, this is Hydra. These are our guys from Hydra. They're not the same Hydra. Cut back to the van, and they're shushing each other because the uh, detectives are coming in. They're like, shh, shh, no, shh, 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 shh. No, you shh. <laughs> that was kind of a funny little bit. Uh, Darren's about to kill Hank when Hope jumps to action, then Scott, then punching, and Hank is shot. Then Hope takes control of the ants to stop Darren, but he gets away, and Mark Meadows gets the particle, uh, and he's all covered in bugs. So I don't know if we ever see him again. He might have. He stole that vial and ran off. So I don't know if that leads into the second movie where Hydra has the, the potion or whatever. Or does he die? I don't remember. I thought he died in this movie. Yeah, he slipped on a banana or something, didn't he? Well, he, he ran off. Was I don't think bit... he made it out. I have brain fog. Like, ridiculous. Well, maybe if maybe if he did, I'll, I wrote it down and we'll get to it. But I don't know. I, there's something I caught this time. I was like, wait a minute. He just grabbed that vial and took off. And mm-hmm. he's like, I remember him grabbing it. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything happened to him, though. And then mm-hmm. we hear we got a 1033 at Pym Tech. 
And so I, of course, had to look up what a 1033 is. TBJ, you're in the military. Is, is that a code that you know? Uh, you know what I knew very well? How to say I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and is, that, is there a number, number two? A double no, dose? 1014. <laughs> oh, is that 1014? Yeah, 1033 10, is emergency need immediate assistance. Uh, mm. So I guess that's... I never use that one. I can tell you. Sadly, I learned the 10 codes. Um, but I literally was absent on the day that we learned him codes <laughs> in training because I had a doctor's appointment and I was so angry because I was like, I want to speak only in 10 codes. Like yeah. this is my goal. Why am I not in class this day? But I made sure I memorized the most essential to me and my bad bladder, <laughs> which was <laughs> having to go to the bathroom. So I got to take a 1014 is what that is. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm going to use that. <laughs> you're gonna be like you gotta you gotta do it you don't have it ready yet. i was gonna say i'm supposed to i just never cared. i caught myself the other day i was telling someone 10 4 and then i was like as in copy that as in yes i got you but i was typing it on an email <laughs> that was business related and i was like yeah. <laughs> my bad i think that's okay i do that sometimes anyway then scott's running through that model he's getting away he's that little guy in that and they're shooting that model up and Louis saves his life. Did I mm-hmm. save your life? And that was cool. He slides over the little fake car, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "Are we the good guys?" <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, "Who? Who is it? This just feeling. This, this, it's like, who? It's <laughs> <laughs> a cool feeling. It's a weird feeling. We're the good guys, aren't we?" Uh, and then we get, oh, oh, there's multiple shots fired. Multiple shots fired. And there's a tank. <laughs> the tank busts through. The, this isn't a keychain. It's a tank. Uh, One of the things I like about this whole thing is like Luis goes back to save the guy he knocked out earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, good guy. Any other movie, that guy would not be thought of again. The guy that got knocked out, he's done. He doesn't exist anymore. But I think it does a really good job of like they're criminals, but they're not like bad human. Like yeah, they're not. I'm gonna steal some things to get by, but I'm not trying to harm anyone. I think that scene is a good job of showing like Mm -hmm. I'm the boss. He's not trying to harm that guy. Yeah. And that's that's what I like. That's the kind of detail I like. Like he goes back to save that dude. Well and I do love that he knocked him he knocked that big dude out with one punch and he's still out like that long. He's out. He's well but he did he is the only guy to ever knock down Peachy he said I think. Yeah, point. he did say that. He yeah. It. So he established that. So yeah, I'm the only, remember <laughs> I was the only guy who ever knocked out Peachy. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, okay, then we got the helicopter battle, which is cool. Uh, Pimtech blows up and shrinks or whatever. And mm-hmm. Then we get that briefcase battle, which is my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's so cool. Like with the lifesaver, and he says, "I'm gonna disintegrate you." And the cure song comes on loudly <laughs> on the iPhone. It's floating around, like so well done. Like that broken lifesaver, and they're how cool is that? There's just a little bunch of little shit everywhere. Yeah, and it feels very Edgar Wright as well. That's Edgar <laughs> Wright style type of stuff. Probably, yeah. The, just all that little that those kind of details. Yeah, I feel like it, it's a lot of that's that's just fun. fun. It's the Honey I Shrunk the Kids, you know, serial scene or whatever you know it's like mm-hmm. uh and then he, they drop in the pool and i had to pause it for some reason at the fam when the family's reaching for the phone and they had a table there and i saw some i thought i saw some product placement so i paused it on there to see like okay it's two bowls of chips ketchup and mustard and the ketchup said great value so that might have been a great value ad or was <laughs> oh, it not man. an ad it was just one <laughs> second so maybe it wasn't an ad because I don't think you would have saw it if you didn't pause it. I I do, well, true, oh. but I do know there are no, like, Great Value is a Walmart brand, and I don't think you have hazardly threw it in there. Yeah, you don't think so. Then again, was, if, if the you had to go true. back and pause it, yeah. I don't, well, cause my problem with it is It was that, probably go out and get a bottle of ketchup and get the well, cheapest thing you can get. Well, the family has a very nice home, very swanky pool, very swanky yard. Would they be buying great value ketchup? <laughs> Maybe they got swanky by keeping it frugal. By keeping it frugal. Groceries, yeah. Uh, that could be. Or maybe they, they're they a 
an executive at Walmart at a Walmart that's stores it. or yeah. something. Uh, so there you go. The no prize. It's the no prize. Explain why this wealthy family has great, great value. value ketchup. <laughs> yeah. that, listen, that's it. I'm sure nobody else is talking about this on any other Marvel podcast. The great value. No, ketchup. we are, we are it. We are onto something here. And then it gets hit in the bug zapper. Uh, and then Paxton tases Scott. <laughs> oh, Paxton, it's you. Let me, you got to get me zap and he knocks him out. And now <laughs> they're arguing in the car. And now we have a 236 at 840 Winter Street. Do you know what a 236 is in the police codes? I do not know. They're not one. 10 codes, so they're two codes. It is, uh, I looked it up, it is false imprisonment. Oh. Hmm. So I guess they're saying yellow, like yellow jacket in with Cassie is false imprisonment. I guess. Yeah, half the situation. And then of course I had to Google 840 Winter Street, and there is an 840 Winter Place in San Francisco, but not a street. Uh, but and it looks, I guess, kind of like it. Maybe it, that's where they were. That's fine. You don't need to Google addresses in movies. Yeah, you, you Google. Do. You Google Evergreen Sometimes Terrace. Sometimes Joe goes from not thinking about the movie to overthinking every <laughs> bit of it. Yeah. You, know, you know why? I, I believe he does that because I've gotten into his head. Yes. Right? I don't want to miss something. Everything. FOMO, baby. FOMO. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so you got to, we got to, a lot of nerd culture is there's no such thing as overthinking. <laughs> right you know you want to get in all those think about everything yeah well it's really cool when you find out that some minute detail they've put in there is something you know like that's and then some i never know what you guys are going to know or bring out as mm-hmm. oh yeah that's famously uh this you know and then we got the cool train set scene yeah so that whole kind of thing is so cool the battle this is like every kid nerd kid's dream mm-hmm. yep. i love the action figures coming to life I mean, it's like Toy Story type of shit, but action, you know, like, and I love the whole juxtaposition with like crash, bang, crash. And then it's like just a toy falling over, you know, like yeah. trains falling over. It's, oh my God, it's going to die. It's clunk. You know, it's just a yeah. little toy, you know, it's so crazy how. And Cassie's the, sitting there peeping at the scene the whole time watching. Watching the lasers shoot back and forth. And then that big ant, that ant gets huge. And then the. That Thomas the train gets huge and falls. Speaking of Cassie, real quick, did you yeah. did you talk about how um right before when he got the text saying that the lawyer was Hank Pym? I don't know, I don't know if I missed that when I was gone about how Cassie asked him, like, are you going to look for my dad? I like, are you gonna find my dad? And he was like, yes. Oh, and she's like, I hope you don't. I hope you don't right. catch him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. I didn't mention that, but that was kind of a cute thing. She's like, I hope you don't catch him. And he's like, Oh fuck. It buys more into like the, the you know the relationship between him and his daughter. Well, yeah, and you know, you know, and the stepdad wants her to love him too, of course. But mm-hmm. you always love your dad more than mm-hmm. you know. He's always your dad, so yeah. Right. Also, uh, doesn't have to be a competition, you know. That's right. Too. There you go. It doesn't have to be. You know, the more it takes a village. Okay, if your village has a bunch extra people and they're all down for the best interest of the child, let's do this. Well, and at the end, we kind of saw That's that, right? right? They began, yeah. we, did, we were friends. So um, we get, Scott has to go into the quantum realm and he makes that decision kind of the same way that Janet did to mm-hmm. decide to save her, to save everybody. She she knew what she was doing. Same thing. He was like, my daughter's going to die if I don't do this. I'm going to miss her forever, but I have to do this to save them. And so he does it. He thinks he's going to be gone forever, but he luckily comes back. So I want to see, make sure I understand what he did. So he had those little discs that are also shrinking and, and, and enlarging. Yeah. So because his thing wasn't working, he messed with the, the regulator that he told him not to mess with. Right. He was right like, Don't right. ever, but he had to, and putting Cross that thing the in the regulators. Yeah. Made it. Made him come back, right? So yes, something like that. Because okay. Janet didn't have a little embiggened disc, but he did, so he was able to. Oh yeah, he had those. Play that. Those didn't exist before. And then Luis ends, and the ends the whole movie with the Falcon looking for him. Deal, like oh, by the way, this dude said to this dude and this, and he's looking for you. And they show Ooh, a Falcon they wrapped it up that way. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of neat. Uh, so that's basically just. And you also, and we, he did the whole thing 
but you gotta mention the fact that like when Anthony Mackie was talking to the chick, how she was mentioned, like we got a guy that jump, a guy that swings, a guy that climbs wall. Like Spider-Man, Spider-Man. hadn't been introduced yet. Oh, right? it hasn't. So, no. Yeah. So it's almost like how in um the one with the Captain America, where like how Sitwell mentioned name dropped like Doctor Strange, yeah, who yeah. hadn't whatever been able have been introduced yet. I mean, I know the movie was coming, but we hadn't seen them yet, kind of thing. Who's like, the guy who jumps? Th- huh? Who's the guy who yeah, jumps? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. The, the guy who jumps, guy who swings, and guy who climbs up walls. Swings and climbs say, up walls maybe, seem like the same guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I thought I was, for some reason I got jumped to be Black Panther. That just, I don't know, could be. Uh, mm-hmm. No. But what, what I was going to say was that's not, that's not how you describe Black Panther as a guy who jumps. Like, well, he this, does. He does a lot of jump. If you want, once you get to Civil War, you see he, he does a lot of jump. He does, but but I, so, that's not but what I he was, leads with. I'm trying. I was <laughs> trying not to get into a whole thing with this. I was just trying to sit there and say that how this is one of those things where Marvel, like, even though they haven't even introduced something yet, or they have technically have a you know access to that property yet, they put in just enough to get a nerd's thinking about what's coming up or what they could be talking about without actually either spoiling something or violating some sort of rights where like, oh, well, you can't say uh, X-Men or something like that. So we let's yeah. just sit there and do this and let's kind of talk about it. And then later on down the line, if we get the property or if we get to the movie where it spoils, not spoils, reveals what we talked about 10 years ago, now you can go back and you can do what we're doing, watch through these movies and be like, oh shit, the guy that swings, they was talking about Pete, you know. Especially right. once you get to civil, does, you know, civil Luke Cage, like Does Luke Cage have super jump? No, no. Darede- I mean, Daredevil swings too sometimes, but I don't. I don't know if he's done it in the Netflix show. With it. I don't know if he had the full on swingy times. There's already yeah, there's so many conversations about this online already. People are like, oh, this jumping guy, and I don't know whatever. But <laughs> Hulk, I thought it was the Hulk, but. I didn't realize. They well, the Hulk's already been already famous and Hulk, stuff. That's but... not like that wouldn't be in the underground superhero community like that. The super fine reported chick. Yeah, Anthony Mackie would already know. Who Hulk oh yeah, yeah. Would be looking for him. There's a whole Reddit page of who's the guy who jumps and the guy who swings. Oh, in my computer. Moon Knight could be the guy who swings, but probably not since he's being introduced <laughs> right now. <laughs> but then again, I mean, do we have a? We, Wait, Moonlight, Moonlight this the series currently we're not, we won't spoil it or anything right now but I don't think we have a timeline for it do we is it right now or this could be a flashback I don't think it's connected to the MCU yet in the Moonlight, first I haven't watched the Moonlight, episode today but Moonlight I don't want to say suffers it's like um it's one of those this is not even a moon this is not a Moonlight episode guys but it ain't Moon Knight, and it's funny because like, it's, it's so it's so much backlash about how people don't, people don't like Moonlight. They're not they're not liking Moon Knight, and it's like because their their minds are so used to seeing everything centralized wow. in the MCU as the other shows are. But I think Moon Knight is I'm almost like it. the it's almost like the Eternals, right? Like the blip had I believe the blip has happened in okay. Moon Knight, but. It's getting away from like every show, every show, every movie being centralized around <laughs> Thanos, you know? Yeah, yeah. As yeah, this is a whole Harrington said. Yeah. Yeah, it's his own thing. Moon right. Knight is very much exists, in its own world. But exists, but it does exist in the MCU. It's just one of those things where like it's it's we get to a point where we're trying to get away from talking about because like we're already dealing with like the multiverse, right? Yeah. And then we're soon we're gonna be dealing with like Secret war type shit. So we're trying to get away from what happened in Endgame. Yeah. Endgame, you know, has Endgame basically finished that, you know, part of Marvel's timeline, so to speak. Where everything else now becomes before it's just like, okay, you know, you have like like it's weird, like they haven't connected to anything yet, because whatever, but like you have a lot of purple magic going on in here which kind of like maybe think you make you harken back to um agatha but then maybe not kind of thing so it's 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 in the mcu but it's trying to separate itself from like 
everything dealing with the black. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of curious as because it's so insular. I don't mm -hmm. think it's mentioned anything else in the MCU yet. It's just in its own world. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of curious if this if it's going to turn out that this whole well, series so, so, takes place supposedly before or it's, when it... it's 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 after, it's definitely afterwards because supposedly you know we're going to like you know there's the Werewolf by Night uh, special coming out that Marvel has been doing. I mean there's like the whole Blade um, Black Knight kind of thing. So Black Knight, Blade, Moon Knight, Werewolf by Night, Werewolf by Night, all of these. Things are going to be, they're going to be in their own little thing outside of Avenger, like, Avenger type stuff. So it's going to be like the Midnight Suns world of magic, dark magic. Right, right. Which is, I think, is going creatures. to be awesome. Like, I think, I think Stephen Strange, his movie is going to kind of like veer us further away. Like, even when I'm Spider Man, was it No Way Home? That kind of started to kind of veer us away from what's happening now like in the mcu and speaking right? of veering us away <laughs> we've veered way away from anything i don't understand what the hell you guys are talking about <laughs> yeah you but, haven't yeah, been watching moon like, Knight yet are we going to are we gonna do moon Knight similar to how we did loki and all that stuff, well, in it's, between too late. stuff? it's too late for us it's to do it they're, they're halfway through the season already oh and, and we, we haven't, haven't done it yet. okay because yeah. that's so i think we'd agreed that that was confusing the hell out of me anyway yeah yeah so, I, yeah, so I, I feel i feel like like we're getting to a point now where some of these series we don't like we should probably just literally leave it for once we get to like phase four just once because we like get I, into say, them. I agree it's veering away from yeah what we've normally been talking about because it's, it's like you know it's like for instance like the netflix series right they used to always what what kind of before they became somewhat canon now what they used to do them and agents of shield it was like you know what happened in new york right that's what i'll never say you know the thing that happened in new york the yeah. thing that happened in new york yeah. the, the blip is going to be pretty much it's going to be we probably constantly referred to as the blip but people aren't going to be too big on, you know, Joe what's going know. on with that. What's Joe going doesn't on know with what the blip is yet. Yeah. Well, I do from Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he knows from WandaVision. And WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, in both of them. So. But we haven't dug into it. So, we yeah, so, so let's, 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 yeah. let's finish up this Ant-Man thing. Let's finish this we, up we real got, quick. Somebody. Because Tiffany's about to fall asleep. On now. Reddit, uh, a guy called Just Some Guy You Know said they're obviously talking about the person who swings, jumps, or whatever. Yeah, they're talking about Grasshopper, Moon Knight, and Squirrel Girl is what who this guy says. Yeah, uh, but then Spider another guy says they're just talking about Spider-Man as all three of them. That's the joke. That they don't, they don't know it's it's all one guy. That's what uh, yeah, what's this guy? Yeah, Spider-Man does all three of those things. Yeah. Sus to it is the person. So now we got we got to discuss the two post credit scenes. Yeah, so then the two post-credit scenes we got. The first one is showing that we have the wasp suit, and she's like, it's about damn time. And mm -hmm. so we get a kick-ass girl he, uh, <laughs> superhero. And which, uh, you know, reminds you of the Terrence Howard, next time, baby. Next time. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he didn't never get a next time. Again. Yeah. <laughs> he became he he next time. Oh, he poor Terrence Howard. Problematic. Yeah, yeah. And then post-credit scene two, Falcon and Cap. And they see Bucky, and I, again, I couldn't remember where we were at with them. Did Bucky well, see, fall now, off this, the thing? This, see, me, we don't, see me, me and Andy had a discussion about this. Yeah. This is one of those things, Joe, like, you want to commit this that scene to, to your mind. You want to you have it in your head for when we get into Civil War. Which is the next movie. Right, right. So this but I scene, thought Bucky, they already found Bucky again, and they already know he's a Winter Soldier. And they did, well, no, they hadn't. So, Age of Ultron. They're still looking for him. They right, yeah. They didn't find him because at the end of him. Cap Winter Soldier, uh, they fight, and he's like, "I'm not going to fight you, Buck. I'm with at the end of the line." And then yeah. that kind of breaks him out of the programming, and he saves Captain America's life, but then just leaves him on the beach there. And yeah. then he oh. goes and learns about his life by going to the the Cap exhibit. And then in Age of Ultron, we just get hints of you know Falcon shows up for the like for the party scene it's like yeah we're, we're following up cold leads we're still trying to find your missing buddy oh uh, and see, and i don't remember one, that i don't remember either one of those things this is one of those you know 
Easter egg, not Easter egg, um, post credit scenes. Like, um, I think they did, they did it once before where you get like a, like the Captain America one where like he punches the punching bag kind of thing. Yeah. And like it ends up showing up like in the next movie. Yeah. This is yeah. one of those scenes where. Oh, it like, is? Yeah. yeah like, this... you, 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 like, it's literally probably about 45, maybe 50 minutes into Civil War when okay. you see like a kind of a variation of this scene. I mean, so Civil just... War's our next movie in phase three, right? That's the first movie in phase three. Yeah, okay. But we'll America's obviously Civil War. take a break before you get there to get your mind right, Joe. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll do what was that movie you want to do? How we won't tell people to? what we do. Don't yeah. tell them. You, okay. well, it's our summer pick where we each we each picked one it's over the summer. summer and it's still. Time again. It'll it's be summer pick. by the time we get to it. It'll yeah, be so summer. we'll each pick our it's, we'll each pick a one that the other. It's school spring break. Merry school spring break. That was going streaking. We do all need to like get an Airbnb somewhere in some town and watch movies and live watch it. So we live can watch record it, record our record our. And we can pause it anytime anybody wants to pause it to ask a question or just to make a point. Which means Joe will be pausing it every five minutes. Yeah, I will be. I mean, I pause already. My kids we'll be, can't. We'll be watching the movie in stop motion. Well, when I write to take my notes for the podcast, they're like, "Well, you stop pausing it." I'm like, "Well, I'm, I gotta." Remember my thought. I got. I don't know who that guy is. I got to ask this question. So, so do you want? Do you want to pick four movies now, or do you want to burn through phase three to try to get caught up? I think we. I think we should pause. That's I, I'd like I, to pause. And right. it's not because I don't want to do phase three, but I, I still feel like I want to. Like we, like we did. It was so much fun when we did it in what December. It was fun yeah. doing the yeah the different because then it's like. Well, we just pick something and they like, you know, I'll, you know me, I'm going to do something stupid. There's a lot of other nerd stuff that right. we, you guys have said a lot of things that I'm like, oh, let's do that. You said yeah, we should do well, that. Yeah, because I already kind of have a movie in mind. I'm not saying it today. Okay. <laughs> We're going to reveal. We'll reveal those later. We'll have a special episode where we reveal our son. I think Tiffany's yeah. movie is going to be the Adjustment Bureau. That's because she wanted to talk about Anthony Mack. I just, first of all, can I this movie choice last time? So, one. Th- there, is a, there is a new Batman movie out right now that's going to hit true. HBO Max. And, uh, and TBJ loves the hair, dude. I think it's Monday. Monday. Monday comes up. It's Monday. Um, I'm not saying what I'm doing. I'm just saying that I literally was watching TV and I was like, hmm, that's going to be my next individual pick. So, there we go. Do, do you want to like end it here and then do a, a record us revealing the stuff so we can get that going? Yeah. But I don't. You, I don't know what movie I would pick. Well, I don't. I don't have one picked yet. Oh, okay. Me either. That's I mean, fine. If, if we still got... end it here, and then we. The, that means the next time we get together, it'll be really short. Just a really short. Here are our movies. It shouldn't. Yeah. Let's take us on. end this episode. This is the end of season two of Nerd School. Then, right? Or the next? Oh, yeah. Will those four movies be at the end of season it? two? Yeah. Uh, you also should have a quiz coming up. That's the order. Oh, that's Number the other one, phase There's two. a phase two quiz for Joe. There's a phase right. two quiz. We do the quiz are. episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There'll be a phase. See, I remember our patterns. There'll be a phase <laughs> two quiz. That's when we remember review that's our right. movie choices. Right. And yeah. then we do an episode of all our movies. You're welcome. Yep. You can pay me. <laughs> yeah. So next up, pop quiz for Joe. Yes. You guys well, get let's, quiz. let's end. Go around the horn. What did you think of Ant Man? What did you it. think? You love Ant Man? I, I liked it. it. It was a lot. Of fun. I loved Ant Man. Yeah, it, it's pretty fun. It's fun. I don't times. know if I've ever seen Paul it's... Rudd in anything where I was like, boo. So <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he's so fun. He's just a fun guy. Oh, and that's it. He's like one of those kind of guys you just want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's another. If you guys, Paul Rudd is in our joke. If you, yeah, if you get, if you get a chance to look at the extras on that on Disney Plus, just check them out. There's one. It's just called a gag reel. It's not really much of a gag reel. It's more like just Paul Rudd doing funny shit. Like it's like <laughs> there's a whole deleted scene where I love my favorite deleted scene at of all. You gotta watch this. Is there's a scene where Paul Rudd as Ant Man goes into the casino, and uh, Dave and Luis and 
Oh, I forget the other guy's name. Playing Kurt, craps. Kurt. They're playing craps, and he's like making the dice, make sure they win, you know. And they come walking in the door with all their money, and they all start dancing. They're all doing different dances, and then Paul yeah. Rudd gets up and starts dancing, and it's just <laughs> a funny, hilarious thing. And then there's a whole montage of Paul Rudd just throughout the movie. You can tell he's just like starts swing dancing and being silly, and you can just tell everybody likes him, you know, like he's just yeah. a likable fella that's happy. And yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a little guy too. Mm-hmm. He's only four foot one. No, I <laughs> that up. I and you guys are aware. I don't know. I just like this about Paul Rudd. It's like every time he ever went on the Conan O'Brien show, uh, yes, he'd, he'd always great. build up a clip. Like, oh, here's a clip of my new project, and it would and it'd always be play. Totally he would always play the same clip from this shitty Mac and ripoff called Mac and Me, mm-hmm, yeah. where a kid in a wheelchair <laughs> goes careening down a hill and flies off a cliff into the water, and then a dumb alien shows up and does that. <laughs> and he just recently did that on his podcast. <laughs> Conan, and it actually surprised Conan O'Brien again, because, no, what? You can't do this. It's a it's an audio it's not visual. You can't play this clip. He's like, I thought it was I worth the it. effort. That's funny. It's yeah. the, the same dumb thing, and he caught him off guard every time, and it was I great. It. I love it. Like he, oh. like in the podcast, he invented an entire project that he's not even working on. He just went into great detail, improvised the whole thing <laughs> about what his project was, and then it was. Was that on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? Uh, I think it was. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to that. I'm, I'm that behind on that happy. one. Anyway, because I'm behind on that one because Dana Carvey and David Spade's new podcast came out called. Uh, I think I listened to like one episode. Fly on the wall, and it's all about SNL days, and they have old SNL people talk about their time at SNL. Uh, Ah shit! It's Kevin from the Office has a really good podcast too. Does he? Yeah. I believe that. Everybody has a podcast now. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Including the nerd school. And this is the last podcast of this season of the season no, two. No, not the final. We still have your quiz. That round yeah, we got our quiz. But this is the final the movie. Final exam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phase two, final exam. Yep. So thanks for listening, Nerd Hive. Take your shirts off and and next time you listen. Truffle, no, shuffle, truffle, shuffle. So phase, <laughs> phase two starts with Iron Man the 3. Goonies. If you're comfortable taking your shirt off, take your shirt off. How about that? Is there that you go. Yeah. So like the, the what you the gotta pressure. study is is Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America Winter Soldier, uh Avengers Age of Ultron, and Ant Man. Is that right? Am I missing one? Uh, no, I think that's it. Sounds okay. right to me. All right. So Joe, get your studying on and I'm putting this out here now. Andy and Art. Y'all gotta help <laughs> you through this damn quiz like you did last hey, time. Hey, hey, can I say something? Can I, I say this? Like I, should, oh, I need to recuse myself from asking Joe any questions because you know pillow talk. I'm thinking. I'm thinking next next season. I need a. We need another student. There needs to be two students so we can help help each other cheat. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah and, I mean, we, let me know if you find an aspiring movies. nerd that wants to be on. What's that? But five people might be hard to get conversations. Listen, it's hard as it is. We, the way we have to wrangle schedules for the yeah. four of us. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. hard as it is. That I mean, that works if we have like, if one of us goes on a long hiatus somewhere, you can always bring in the extra person, like as a right. yeah, I guess a special guest seven. host. Anyway, Uh that's the end of this episode. Thank you, nerds. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell a stranger on the street. Scream it in their car. If you're crossing a street, stop. Knock on the window of the car waiting at the stop and be like, hey, listen to the Nerd School podcast. It's school with a K, like play school. Listen to it, (laughs) idiot. Everybody. And then take a dump in their car. Okay, don't do that part. So yeah, I tell them to do a bunch more, so they'll maybe just do the first thing. And yeah, also, don't works. say it's like play school because then we get sued. Right. We will. You think they own spelling school with a K? Uh, well, I, I had to. That they have a trademark. I had to because Nerd School S C H O O L was already taken by, by some, who? 
uh, some other dumb thing that's <laughs> crappy. Probably. Are we going to start a war with the correct spelling nerd school? People? Yeah. I don't think it's a podcast. <laughs> I think nerd it's like a war. I don't know what it is. It probably doesn't We're going to take them now. We're going to take them now. We're going to take them down. <laughs> okay. He says in all his voices. Nerd Hive out. Peace out. Town down. Oh, and also TPJ says Excelsior. Hey, look at that. About the president no more, but evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor. Still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons and people thinking this election to end racism. Proud of pessimism, glad to see Obama, but don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems. The Nerd School Podcast. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com Listen. <laughs> People can make fun of me for my holiday movies all we want to, but I'm like, are you alive? Did I fuss at you today? <laughs> Did I yell about anything? All right, then. You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark for keeping me safe. <laughs>